Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Tell us about your worst date. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Okay, so I, I, I stumbled across this story. We are all, we've all been relationship connected for a while mm-hmm. on this show. On the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realize, you know, as a, as a result of that, we have a tendency to talk more about being in relationships. Um, and we're so far removed from the dating world oh, sure. that I thought, you know, I saw, so I saw this article about Tinder. Um, somebody stumbled upon sort of a, a sort of deep in the bowels of Tinder. Um, an interesting thing that it looks like Tinder is rolling out, which is the ability to pay to be put at the top of people's Tinder lists. So if you pay a certain amount per month, mm-hmm. you will be one of the top three or four people that show up in the in all the Twitter, um, Tinder, sorry, yeah. Tinder profiles. Did I say, am I saying Twitter over and over again? I meant Tinder. Yeah. Um, it, that you'll be like one of the first seven people that people will see in their area yeah. when they're playing with Tinder. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Oh, I bet that that makes for some Tinder makes for some really bad dates. Oh, yeah. And I thought it would be fun to hear people's worst date stories. 651-641-1071. That's it. That's it. That's the segment. Just tell us about your worst date. Yeah, people everybody has a bad date story. Well, and I know it's been a long time. So I married young, right? So like my date stories are dumb and from like college and we didn't really date, right? So I don't really have any great worst date stories, but I know you probably do. I know you do, Bradley. And Holly, I bet you do, too, have stories of bad dates from your dating days. Uh, 651-641-1071. Tell us your worst date stories. Do we have anyone on the phone? I'd be happy to. We're going to line them up. All okay. right. They're coming in. So, Bradley, you go first. Um, I mean, I it, again, it's been a thousand years, but... I didn't do, we didn't have apps, right? So most dates were with people I knew, but there were a couple of like blindish dates that mm-hmm. I went on. And um, just generally speaking, blind dates are really bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't, re- or they, I should say they rarely go well. I just remember the guy who wanted to go see 
Like we went to dinner and a movie, and over dinner he was going to just have a salad. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, okay, you're just going to have a salad. I'm That's so not hoping you were going to tell this story. You're not going to win any bonus points with me on a salad. Um, but then he proceeded to eat fries off of my plate because I didn't get the salad. Mm-hmm. I got a burger because that's what I eat. Um, which I was like, okay, so you're going to eat a salad, but then you're going to steal my fries. Get off my plate. Rude. And then the movie we went to see was Bad Santa. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember that movie, but it is not a movie. Isn't like Billy Bob Thornton in there? Yes. And it's vile. It's not like, it's not just like, Funny, haha! It's like funny, gross, and not a movie you want to see with somebody. And look, I'm not opposed to gross or inappropriate or vile trust, but it's just not a movie that you want to make a good first impression on. I'm also of the opinion that movies on a first date are generally a bad idea. Well, because you can't talk, you yeah. can't get to know each other. Yeah. Needless to say, that was the first and the last, mm. and it was one of those. Yeah, no, it's just. Uh, have you bye All right, now we have full phone wonderful lines. who's first holly a lot of horrible dates let's start with megan's hi megan megan what was your worst date um funny thing is it actually stems from tinder uh-uh. um it's deleted off my phone forever at this point but it was approximately kind of started dating a little bit about you know like about a year after my divorce was final and um, I was kind of testing the waters with two guys. One of them I actually ended up in a longer-term relationship with. But the, um, one guy and I actually had a pretty kind of a bad feeling about him, to be honest. And trust your gut. Because um, I ended up, I remember I was going into church, like a Saturday night service, and was just texting him, kind of saying, hey, I'm kind of you know, seeing this other guy. And, you know, he doesn't like me to be friends. I was trying to use it because I just got that feeling from him. He was just, but the scary guy. Um, and just the amount of, like, vile texts that he sent, like, he just was sending some really vile texts after. And then I kind of um, stalked him a little bit on Facebook after. Uh-huh. And there's some, like, a thing on it where he ended up getting charged with, like, stalking and criminal <gasps> stuff. Oh. Yeah, it was. Oh, God. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I'm glad that you uh, got yourself out of that situation yeah, before that turned bad. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I just had a bad feeling. I'm not really explaining it very well, but it was just, I had a bad feeling about him and just the text, the vile text. Oof. Trust your gut. Yeah, that's what I was going to yep. say. Trust that gut. Thank you for your call. Oof. Okay. That, no, I've never had anything like that. That was God. bad. Who's next, Holly? It's Linda. Hi, Linda. Linda, tell us about your worst date. Okay, well, this was a guy that I had been dating on and off for maybe a year, like once or twice a month. We'd go out for dinner, and he called and invited me out, but it was a different night of the week. And I said, well, that's, don't we usually go out on this night? And he said, well, don't you realize it's our first anniversary? I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. You know, and we met, he totally recreated the first date met at the same restaurant, he brought me roses like he did on the first date, went for a walk afterwards, and you know, got back to his car, and I said, well, you know, okay, should we call it a night? And he said, well, you've probably noticed I've done this really whole romantic date, and I said, yeah, yeah, it's been wonderful, thank you. Oh. And he said, well, I've got, I've got a really special question to ask Oh, you. no, 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 no! <gasps> oh. And I thought, oh, Oh, what am I going to say? Do I like him enough to 
to, if he's assuming he's proposing, and he took my hand and he looked deeply into my eyes and said, can we just be good friends? <gasps> um. <laughs> what did you say in response? I was so shocked. My, my mouth fell open in shock, and he took it. Oh, I'm sorry, I've broken your heart. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I, I barely made it out of the car before I burst out laughing. I thought it <laughs> wouldn't be nice to laugh in his face. But oh, wow. oh my yeah. word. Yeah. Linda, How that bizarre. is too funny. Absolutely. Thank you for your call. Why would oh, you shoot, go? I, wonder, I don't understand. The I don't point get of that. I don't get it either. Mm-hmm. A lot of work for nothing, as far as I'm concerned. No kidding. Holly, let's grab one more. All right, let's go to Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Sydney, tell us your worst date story. Oh, me, Sydney? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, About five years ago, um, I met this man on Match.com, and um, he was handsome, um, intelligent, personable, great job. So um, we went out, I don't know, maybe two, three times dinner and just different things. And then he asked me if um, I wanted to come over and see his house. So I thought, yeah, great. So he lived in Stillwater in this, just this beautiful house. And the outside was just, it was just beautiful. The grounds and everything was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we go in and um, I noticed that there just, either there wasn't any furniture or very, very few pieces of furniture. And in the living room were like two to three cat boxes with like kitty litter all over mm-hmm. then we go into the kitchen and there's um dishes stacked up and there were cats running on the you know the kitchen counters mm-hmm. and then more cat boxes oh my god and then um he said do you want to see the upstairs well i just didn't know what to make of this so we go upstairs and again there's like uh, two cat boxes in the bathroom so then he said, you know, we're on our way down, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, how am I going to get out of here? <laughs> and so um, um, he, he shows, well, I have one more level. Uh, uh. So we go down into the basement, and he had this basement converted into like a kitty wonderland <gasps> with, um, I don't know how many cats were down there. I mean, they were everywhere. There were walkways that he had put in with these cats. I mean, they were all over. And how, so, I mean, um, I love cats. I was going to say, Colleen and Holly are yeah, there. No, you know, it's a, that, it's, a like, <laughs> it's a little so excessive. It's a little excessive. How quickly oh, did you was, get out of there? Well, you know, I said, you know, uh, I've got to run out to my car. I'll be right back. I left something in her and just took off. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> for you. Bye. Thing I've ever oh, my God. Oh, my word. Thank you for your call. Oh, no thanks. No thank you. I, mean, no. I appreciate having some cats, and maybe even if they built a catio on their house, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. That's just a you guys bit. would That's be all much. over that. You just would not want to date it. Let's be clear. I mean, I I don't know. It sounds like it smells there. I was yeah. going to say I'm surprised she didn't notice something was a muck when she walked through the door and it smelled of pee. Oh, well, yeah. right. too many almond rocas laying okay. around that house. Okay. <laughs> When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is cheat day. However, I did just get an, a little note, and our driver is not here yet with the food. Oh, well, you know. So TikTok. what we're going to do is we're going to do a D-bag oh, segment. Sure. When we come back, we're going to tell you about celebrities behaving badly, and then we'll get to cheat date. Just stick with us. We will guide you through your Friday after this on My MyTalk 1071. My mama.
we are going to get to our cheat day experience, but uh, we're not there yet. So we decided to do some flip-flopping of our segments, and we're going to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. They have a name, and that name is... Deberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh no, why? Because she is the queen of telling us things that we did not ask her about. Like what? Like the TMI. And okay, and I'm going to tell you what really bugs me about this, but she was on Rob Lowe's podcast, Bury the Lead. Rob Lowe has a podcast. Um, it's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And um, apparently they uh, they go way back. Rob Lowe and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Who knew? Who knew? So they are talking about, among other things, I mean, they talk about a whole lot of things, but one of the things they talk about is how they first met. And that story involves Rob Lowe's wife, Cheryl Burkoff. She uh, was a makeup artist, and she was doing Gwyneth Mom, Blythe, Gwyneth's mom, Blythe Danner's makeup for a movie. Mm. And so that's how Gwyneth met his wife. And she says, and I quote, I met Cheryl and I was like immediately obsessed with her. First of all, she was dating Keanu Reeves, who was my celebrity crush. And she was so cool. She knew that I was sneaking cigarettes and she would come smoke with me behind the trailer. Sit with that for a second. And then she taught me how to give a... Um sex act oh 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 she said you know all the classic cheryl stuff so i just worshipped her i thought she was literally the coolest chick of all time so overshare that's the thing with gwyneth is this is the thing that bugs me and this is why she's my d-bag is there is a there are people in your life you know these people who have decided that everybody else is so prude and they're just going to be the ones that say the things. Yeah, like I'm going to say the uncomfortable things. And then like the gaslighty part of that is like you're it's a problem with you because you are too prude to handle what I have to say. Right. And so I'm going to tell you my uncomfortable story about the time that Mm -hmm. I was 15 years old and this grown adult who, by the way, in this instance, to Rob Lowe, is now married, um, was smoking cigarettes with me and teaching me how to perform sex acts. That seems like a little bit of an overshare, maybe. And We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You just know that if you were to say, like, Gwyneth, I don't know if you realize how completely inappropriate that is right now. She'd be like, oh, you are so sensitive. You're just so sensitive. It's it's just sex. Don't worry about it. It's just sex. Well, I mean, this is a person who gave her child a booby puzzle. Right. So I don't know that she has some appropriate boundaries. She has no boundaries. Yeah. She has absolutely none boundaries. Outside of that, there really wasn't, she didn't really drop any other, like, eye-rolly things. I mean, she talks about how Goop got its name. She how talks, did Goop get its name? Well, thank you for asking. Um, apparently, her ex-husband, Chris Martin, from whom she consciously uncoupled, um, used to call her Goopy because GP are her initials. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. So I guess we knew that, right? Yep. So she went to um, see the brand master, Peter Arnell, and he suggested Goop as well. She says she initially thought it was a terrible name, but it's really worked out for her. Yeah, clearly. I still don't understand. Like, why is Goop the logical nickname for, I don't get it, but whatever. That's just me. Nobody asked me. Bradley, do you have a D-bag? I do. My D-bag is Farrah Abraham. What did she do now? Well, she's just a bad parent. You know, and I'm not one to throw that term around lightly. But, uh, and I don't have very many boundaries. But when I do, there are these ones. So, did you see, and you probably didn't, because it's on the scale of Farrah Abraham disgustingness pretty low on the list. Because she's already basically ruined her childhood. Yeah. Okay, not really. But um, she's exposed her daughter. You'll remember she most recently hit her daughter over the head with a dildo. That's true. Yeah. That actually happened. It did happen. Mm-hmm. Well, now fa- fans, and I always love that they, they couch things in these terms. Oh. Okay. Rude. Never mind. I'll tell you another day. Why don't you do that? Because guess what? Our food is here. Oh, good. We're going to go day. get our Finally. food, and we're going to come back with some cheat day after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. To the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment, delicious style at MyTalk1071.com. And on the app, by the way, download the app if you haven't already. It is Friday here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And, you know, Friday is really truly the best day of the week for a number of reasons. But on our show from noon to three, specifically around this time, usually, give or take, uh, because we like to put something in our mouth. Dirty, rotten, cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your it's mouth. It's a cheat day. It's a cheat day. So uh, we are going to cheat, which means we're going to taste something tasty. Now, Colleen not. just dropped something off in my studio. So she's going back to her studio because here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are practicing safe social distancing. And I got I got something that smells a little, some tasty. Oh, I just, a door just opened and something was just handed to me. Yeah, something tasty. So presumably Colleen will be back in her studio shortly because we are 
uh, social distanced at an appropriate uh, distance. That's why it's called socially distanced. Anyway, um, should we <laughs> give people a heads up on what our cheat day Friday for today is going to be? Yes. I don't remember what it is because it was Colleen's selection this week. Well, it's it, Taco Bell. Yeah. I can tell you that. And I believe I know what it is, but I see... The lady herself sitting in her chair, taking her mask off and pressing the button on her microphone. Welcome. Hi. Hi. So tell the listeners what you furiously just distributed across the hinterlands. That would be the grilled cheese burrito from Taco Bell. Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Well, we'll see. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, here we go. This is a new thing on the menu. At Ye old Taco Bell, I have seen it around, and I thought to myself, that would be interesting to try. So, let me tell you what it is. All right. Grilled the cheese burrito. Grilled cheese burrito from the Taco Bell. I'm getting the uh, entire experience up. Okay. The grilled cheese burrito is made with seasoned beef, rice, a three-cheese blend, crunchy red tortilla strips, Chipotle sauce and for your slender figure, reduced fat sour cream. Oh, that's thankful. It is all in a flour tortilla that is hugged by a warm layer of cheese that's grilled to the outside. Oh, so I get it. It's like a burrito with mm-hmm. a grilled cheese on top of it. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did not know what to expect. It's ooey gooey goodness. Yeah, there's all sorts of gooeys. It's a little wet. Okay, I'm not mad about it. Who's going to go first? Ooh, um, smell it. Of. What does it smell like? I mean, it smells like a burrito experience. It smells cheesy. It smells tortilla-y. I did, oh, I forgot to get sauces. Oh, well. We can do without real good is it good mm-hmm. go for it holly are you getting at that in your mouth it's got some spice okay, one I'm moment going, please I'm going in. so it's um i don't know that i oh it's really spicy holy buckets it has mm. a real kick mm. in the pants mm-hmm. wait on the back end you're gonna get a kick mm. i mean get a kick in the pants on the back end mm-hmm. mm. so i don't know Ooh. why it's called grilled cheese because it doesn't remind me of a grilled cheese in any way shape not or even form. a little bit Spicy, cheesy burrito? You could call it that. Yeah. I don't know. That so- It's kind of gimmicky. You're right. Like, the grilled cheese thing doesn't do the trick for me. Mm. It's nacho cheese, too, it, by the way. Yeah, it doesn't describe it adequately. It does have a nice kick. It's not too much, though. I don't think. Did you? It's at my limit. Like, I wouldn't, wa- I wouldn't want anything hotter than that, because mm-hmm. I'm very heat sensitive. Mm. You are. You're very heat sensitive. Interesting. I'm not really having the heat sensation in my bite. Maybe of the I burrito. just got the, mm. the heat dump. I think, if I remember correctly, Bradley and I both got ends, and Holly, maybe you got the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Maybe they put the spice on the ends. I don't know. I thought it was decent. Yeah, I mean, I would or I would eat that. I would eat that. I don't think I would order it. Like, it's not going to become my regular Taco mm-hmm. Bell order. No, Which it needs I some crunch order once or something. A year. I agree. I wonder if okay, because it comes with crunchy red tortilla strips. It didn't have a There was not crunch, which makes me wonder if it were fresher, you know, cuz we had this delivered. Yeah, maybe. If they would be crispier if you ate them like hot and fresh yeah. right out the kitchen. Just tastes like a cheese burrito, right? Yeah, I Although, mean Although 
Yeah. It's more cheese forward than a regular burrito because there's not really anything else in it. There's a little meat and then it's just a bunch of cheese and some tortilla strips. I'm seeing pictures of it on the interwebs. Yeah. And it appears on the interwebs to have more cheese on the outside grilled on there. Holly, in your midsection, did you get some cheese? I wouldn't have known that there was okay. cheese in that part of the burrito unless specifically told. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like th- they could call it something different and it would still be great. Yeah. But, okay, let's give it, uh, let's rate it. Let's go around the horn and give it a rating. I'd give that a solid three and a half. Mm. Holly? I'm going to give it a three out of five. Yeah, I'm going to give it just, a, it's an even, you know, just a middle middle of the road three. Um. You know, I'd eat it if somebody ordered it and they were like, I don't want this. Do you want it? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Also, I happen to be of the opinion that there's nothing you could get at Taco Bell that wouldn't satisfy you. So, but, you know, you can pass on it. It does have a kick. So just be be aware of the spice. It's not going to make it on the regular Taco Bell order rotation. No, it's not. not. There are it's other not. things that you'd want to cross off that list first. Um, can we really quickly double back to our last segment and hear the rest of Bradley's uh, take on why Farah Abraham yes. is our D-bag Let's today? Let's do a D-bag double, yes. not double, but single down, single down for the second again. time. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. So you finish that uh, grilled cheese burrito. I will do that. And I will tell you about Farrah Abraham uh, being a D-bag. So again, to review, for those of you just joining us, Farrah Abraham was being slammed by fans, which I just love as a thing that tabloids do, where they're like, fans slammed the former teen mom. I'm like, by definition, fans don't generally slam the thing that or the person they're a fan of. They kind of just are like, oh, that's amazing. Or they don't have an opinion. It's trolls who usually slam. Do right? the slamming. Anyway, that is neither hither nor thither. What they're slamming in this case is her singing about guns and drugs in a TikTok video with her daughter, Sophia. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, should it shock any of us? <laughs> no. So the clip begins with, no. and I'm just reading the description here. Uh, The clip begins with Sophia sporting a black hoodie and holding a pup while makeup was drawn on her face to make it appear as though she had a unibrow and a goatee. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm looking at the picture now and I don't want to laugh. Can you explain to me what that is? I I mean, what that's supposed to be? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. What is... (laughs) But the best... It's pretty great. <laughs> the best part of it is that Farah jumps into the frame and they start singing. And of the things she sings, I will read the following. Quote, he just want to bleep with me because I'm the one. He got all the drugs and I got all the guns. All right. In front of her daughter. She's saying those words. Huh. I, You know, I don't really approve of this choice. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there are better songs you could sing with your child in a TikTok. Also, can we also just talk about the the second piece of this, which should be secondary to the fact that she's rapping about guns and drugs, is that like the way that it's just pathetic. The way she like pushes her kid out of the way so she can stick her butt in the camera and make it all about her while Sophia... <laughs> Is wearing that costume. 
Yeah. It just is. It's. It just is sad. I mean, it's really sad, and I mean, but it's also totally typical of. <laughs> right. Of Farrah Abraham, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to understand her outfit, the child, um, because it says um, they were the song, and I don't know the song is. Lyrics of famous by. How do you say that? Iamsu? Sure. Featuring D. Dej Loaf and K Camp. Yeah. So okay. I'm like, is Sophia trying to? Is she trying to look like? I'm one gonna of those need people? to. Okay, we just sound really old. Right I know, now. but like Fine. I am. Uh, yeah, I think we'd have to look that up. Yeah. Anyway, did you watch the TikTok? In no. La- oh, okay. no, I'm just looking at it's, the. It's a treat. At the screen grabs. Again, Sophia looks like... Oh, it's a treat. She is so... There's just so much yeah. this poor child All has right. been put through in her short life. years on the earth. You know, one can only hope that this is going to play out like the Broadway musical Gypsy in some way, in as much mm. as that yeah. Farrah Abraham is Rose and little Sophia is Louise, and that I hope that Louise... Now, not saying that she's going to become a burlesque dancer, but that she will find her own voice. She will yeah, find at the least it'll be the, the 2020 version. Yes. But at least in Gypsy, the mother had the, you know, at least attempted to act as though she was trying to give her child a career. Right. Sophia is constantly like elbowed out of the way. She's like this. She's like the second thought. Yeah. If at all. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there uh, are any thoughts happening. No, you know what? That is, that is actually a good point, so Holly. Thank you for, for illuminating that. Mm-hmm. When we come back, I'm watching the TikTok on repeat. I really have to shut this thing off. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Are you watching it now? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, yeah. It'll, it'll hypnotize you. All right. When we come back, Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous after this on My Talk 1071. For that, Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, it's time to do a little quarantine lifestyles of oh, the rich yeah, and famous. Great. Sprawling living rooms, dream kitchens, perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars, and mm. books they'll never, ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh. What, what kind of kitchens? Sprawling living rooms. What kind of kitchens? Crappy kitchens. I don't, I don't remember. Okay, sorry. It doesn't I, matter. I, I it doesn't always, matter. I, I always forget what I'm hearing until after, and then you ask, and I, I don't know. I know. Every time. Okay. But today time we listen. are going to Suzanne Summers and Alan Hamill's abode during quarantine. You know, we've liked to check in with celebrities and see how they're doing during this very big moment. Oh, yeah. Especially Suzanne Summers, now that she's relieved herself in the garden. What? Don't you remember that picture of her topless, oh, like, seated in the garden? The yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want you to know I read this whole article about the 73-year-old Three's Company star, as she's described in this article from the Daily Mail. And she uh, cooked what? I'm just looking at the video that's oh, included. Oh, it's delightful <laughs> because because it's it's your mom, okay? Yeah. Like it's everyone's mom yeah. or grandma. So the 73-year-old uh, was making some food, hanging out with her spouse as well as her granddaughter, Violet. On the menu in quarantine for Suzanne Summers. first of all, my favorite is just the way they described this. 
Three's company vet, Suzanne Summers. She was a vet? What? <laughs> Suzanne Summers, 73, has fun during lockdown with husband Alan Hamill, 84, by dressing up like cowboys and making tortillas. Okay. So, first of all. So, they're literally doing quarantine videos in cowboy. But Doesn't this remind you? They're not you? really dressed up as cowboys. They just have cowboy hats. They're literally yeah. just wearing cowboy hats. I mean, and yoga <laughs> pants. I mean, <laughs> and gay cowboys, because no cowboy actually would wear a hat like that. Oh. It's so great. Mm. It's a it's a yoga cowboy. Um, on the menu was Big Al's rib. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm-hmm. Using, oh, I bet they were. Now get this, using the Southwest Sea Salt Rub from Suzanne's Suzanne Organic Spice Line. <laughs> okay, so this is an ad. Clearly, <laughs> like, also, sign me up for Suzanne Organics. What is that? That sounds very Kirsty Alley of her. Right? Is this something that's sold on QVC? Probably, probably, really. I remember when she she wrote a book in like the early 2000s called Summer Sizing. Yeah. Oh boy. And it was like her own diet. And I remember meeting somebody who was like, oh, I'm summer sizing. And I was like, is there sausage involved in that? I want to just let everyone know that this video of Suzanne Summers and Big Al is 92, or excuse me, 52 minutes long on her Instagram page. Wow. It's a whole hour. It's a whole hour of quarantine uh, life. And her selling her spices. And her selling her spices. Now, what I will tell you is um, she goes on to make tortillas. And it's just the most bizarre video. Quote, I'm making tortillas. Isn't that what all Irish women do? No, I've never made tortillas before. But you know why she's making tortillas? Because uh, she just got a tortilla press. Well, that mm. y- you got to make those things worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She donned a beige cowboy hat as a nod to her love of the desert and also put on some turquoise bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Literally, it's just, you know, but, but here's what I will say. If you've not done this, a number of celebrities are doing this, and it's not just Suzanne Summers. Go on YouTube because there are plenty of celebrities who are filming whatever weird uh, pandemic antics uh, people are getting up to. And there is some sort of weird comfort in just watching Suzanne Summers make tortillas. I don't know why. Well, I think it's just the like normalcy of it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like she's just, you know... Being 70-something, I mean, hanging out in her kitchen, making her tortillas. It's the same comfort that you found back whenever, up at two in the morning, watching infomercials. Oh, yeah. It's that same lull of somebody but, comforting you with their big ribs. 
Big Al's ribs. <laughs> but what I will say is in this moment particularly, I think there is something extra delightful about the mundane, even of celebrities, mm-hmm. because they it because as as well, Suzanne Summers is a relatable celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yes. She is a what well, maybe not relatable, approachable. May I add to that that she's like she's she spans generations. So she's like kind of she's a fixture. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, "Oh, all right, Suzanne Summers is she's just, just She's your mom. She's, she's not making like living, tortillas. living in a bubble like Gwyneth, like Gwyneth Paltrow. I would get real tired with in the same way that other celebrities are that um, people like Jennifer is as eye rolly as Jennifer Garner can get like she's doing actual things like you can see her in her kitchen actually doing stuff. Um, she's not, you know, like, I'm sorry, Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't I don't want to see that video. Right. Because there's nothing like genuine happening in that video. As weird and bizarre as Suzanne Summers and Big Al's video is of them making ribs and tortillas, there is something real about it. I almost, okay, so I almost feel like one of the things that makes it so delightful is, to your earlier point, it's like she is a celebrity, and and I'm saying old celebrity, not meaning that she is old, yeah. but that... She comes from a, a time, her celebrity, yeah, her celebrity sort of started in a time where people weren't necessarily trying to present the idea of themselves in the way that they are now using social media. Mm-hmm. So there's a realness to her and there's this like a lack of polish that is refreshing. So like she totally is bathing in her outdoor bathtub while Big Al flashes the camera and it's funny because it's not trying to be pretentious or tell you a story about, you know, how every night before I go to bed, I, I soak in my milk bath outside while my husband dances around. It's, she's not yeah, like it's not Julianne Huff. Yeah, she's not trying to like varnish, put a varnish on it. Yeah. Like you can see her and Big Al actually walking around their kitchen with. Quote, yeah. cowboy hats on. Yeah. I will say another person that does this, but you may not. I mean, she's a, sh- she's kind of. Or are you going to say? Uh, Paula she, Dean. Yeah. Have you seen any of her quarantine No, but you, you told me that it's entertaining. It, it, there is an entertainment value. I just like to check in with, with Paula Dean um, because I'm like, it's kind of the fascination I have with uh, Kathy Griffin. Uh-huh. People who have been sort of removed from celebrity because of their behavior. Yep. I'm curious what a person on the other side of that looks like, right? Like there's a curiosity there. Yeah. I want to see how Kathy Griffin lives her life after, you know, she's if, been canceled. Essentially, yeah. right? And the same is true with um with Paula Dean. And it I I just find it incredibly fascinating. You mm-hmm. have this woman who was at the highest points, right, of culture and pop culture and entertainment and is now literally just like making biscuits in her kitchen. Just throwing stuff together yeah. now during I, quarantine. I will tell everyone in like a mumu. <laughs> yeah. To mark their calendars for tonight at seven PM local time because Suzanne and Big Al are celebrating National Tequila Day in oh. their kitchen with a Facebook Live. Oh, by oh, the way, they're gonna be tossed. <laughs> Site wide tequila twenty five coupon code and you can save twenty five percent on Suzanne Summers dot com.
she has tequila? Well, that's, I'm assuming for her Facebook Live, oh, the okay. theme is tequila, so her uh, coupon code is tequila25. Well, all right then. Good to know. So I can get that spice If you want myself. to get that spice. Yeah. I can't find the spice, but. I mean, that's been my problem for a while. <laughs> I just can't seem to find the spice. What are you going to do? Um, well, good. I'm going to mark my calendar and make sure I am seated in front of my electronics to watch her tequila party tonight. I'm trying to find. There's like a food well, it, tab. I mean, try QVC. Like That's start true. There. That's a good idea. Here's infused sea salt rub on sale for $24.99. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot for a rub. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, we have some stories about what the Kardashians want us to be paying attention to. We'll tell you what they're trying to get us to focus on when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.